Well, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? Game over, man! The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you were going to take home with you. Yeah. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era in streaming <laughs> platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip, picking a movie out by hand, and jumping into stasis pods to make the 57-year-long journey home to watch it. <sighs> On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always... Always two dudes who could have thought of a way better name for the alien species in today's movie. Sean Pryor and AJ Vance, how the heck are ya? I don't know, man. Xenomorph? Uh, I hate the name. You don't like Xenomorph? No, it's stupid. Yeah. It's Xenomorph Warrior Princess? I knew you. (laughs) Didn't we reference Xena? Yeah. (laughs) Lucy Lawless, my girl. Well, girl. Why don't they just call why don't they just call them aliens? I think I'm sure do. there's like a technical term like the planet, like LV426. I'm sure there's like a a a A428. I'm sure they're that kind of like biological biological Sean, weapon. Take the name. fucking compliment. No. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's a compliment, okay? Oh man, there's places running with viper crawlers. See? It's that Viper crawlers. Viper crawlers. It's that easy, bro. It's too Viper crawlers. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. No, you, you don't understand it. horror, okay? You're not even AJ? a horror fan. <laughs> we established this it. a couple weeks ago on The Evil Dead. You don't even get it. You don't even get it. <laughs> well, boys, on this episode, we discuss the 65th rated movie on IMDb, nominated for seven Oscars, winning two of them, a movie credited with saving 20th Century Fox, oh. the sequel to a movie that spawned six total movies. We're, of course, talking about 1986's Aliens. Yeah, we're skipping. We're skipping another movie. See what I'm doing? The you know, the upwards head nod. On. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so if you're new to this podcast, we will be reviewing this movie with a modern eye. But in order to do that properly, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia, so that we can strip it away. AJ, let's start with you. Tell us the first time you saw this movie and what your nostalgic rating is. Why is there a thumbs down in my? Are you caesaring me? I just go. Just go. Just get it over just with. Go. You're right. <laughs> I okay. So so to be completely honest, okay, I went into this thinking that I had seen it. In fact, um, oh yeah, I'd like and and so I thought to myself, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to see if I actually remember enough about this to give it the rating and to to say it nostalgically. Uh, and I haven't. Okay, I realized <laughs> so the first one. Maybe I. I think There's I've seen no bits and pieces okay. of like all of them. <laughs> of like, yeah, just all of them from different times, or or, and then I probably confuse it with like Alien versus Predator and stuff. So, um, it's a big NA for AJ. It's a big NA, but I will tell you this: I remember the toys very specifically. Oh, nice. Yes. Had a had a, a neighbor across the street who gave me a, a lot of toys. Because they were outgrowing them, and I had the Ripley, I had the, I had the uh, machine Damn, thing, and everything cool. that you put the. It's dope, dude. So hell yeah, I still got some nostalgia built ten up. Ten for in the there. toys, <laughs> NA for the ten movie. for the toys. You got it, man. Thank Sean, you. what about you, man? Yeah, I think my mom showed me this movie. Like my mom and my dad would show me like things like Terminator Two and this movie, just James Cameron sequels, I guess. Way too young. 
Like I'd be way too young watching these movies for some reason, but I do specifically specifically remember watching the first Alien way back in the day, and it not really scaring me, but it gave me the feeling of whenever I got a stomachache, I thought a chestburster was gonna come out. <laughs> I, that's what I got. Um, so the same thing for this movie. Hello, my darling. Hello, my darling. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, that's what I remember. That's what remember. Spaceball. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, my, I, my mom loved this movie because I probably is a strong ass woman in it. Uh, so back then, I'd probably have to say I just liked movies and I liked this one. So six. The confession to you guys, like aliens scared the shit out of me. I don't, mm. I don't like the, I don't like our portrayal of aliens. Like, dude, even Independence Day scared the shit out. Oh of yeah, me. oh like, yeah. I, no, thank you. I remember watching Independence Day on July second, and then being like, well, it's gonna happen in the next couple of days. This really sucks. <laughs> Where's go. Will Smith when you need him? <laughs> so, um, so this I did. I, I don't think I watched this until like maybe high school, and even then, I found the excuses to kind of get away once the really scary parts were happening. I loved like the build up and the military and everything, but. Too scary, too spooky for me. So I'm going to give it, yeah, I'm just going to give it like a four nostalgically. So <clears throat> we did have an executive producer today, Tyler Dark. He is the one who chose this All right. as part of his executive producing. However, our boy Tyler's going through some stuff right now. He just, he messaged me. He's like, I don't have time, man. I'm, I apologize. And I'm like, dude, you get yourself better. We love you, Tyler. Right. No, worries. no worries, man. Yeah. We're going to try to give this movie the best treatment we can. So nostalgically, Sean, that takes us to a five, which is pretty low that's like bottom yeah. 10 my friends bottom five that is uh slightly better than groundhog day slightly worse than breakfast club wow way to go guys <laughs> and like we like we say all the time you could almost look Gosh, at guys are dumb the, so far the worst uh the worst rating we've given a movie nostalgically is princess bride 3.6 yeah. so this doesn't mean anything it just goes to show you how wrong you were as kids it's a girl sure. movie is man. really all we're Girls. trying to tell you <laughs> All right, so next, it's time to learn all the pertinent, important details of this movie. Sean, let's hear what you got, man. I'm going to be honest. This is kind of a big one. Oh, um, God. Produced by Walter Hill, David Geiler, Gordon Carroll, and Gail Ann Hurd. Based on characters by Ronald Shusett and Dan O'Bannon. Story by David Geiler, Walter Hill, and James Cameron. Screenplay by James Cameron. Cinematography by Adrian Biddle. He also did Thelma and Louise, V for Vendetta, and The Mummy. Oh! Yeah. Music, wow. music by James Horner, edited by Ray Lovejoy. Special makeup effects by Tony Gardner, under the supervision of Stan Winston. Directed by James Cameron. Wait, wait. under the supervision of like, he's like working for him. <laughs> but like Tony Gardner mo did most of. This I just stuff. picture a guy just over his shoulders with his arms, <laughs> like now, now did you do that right? No, nope, yeah. nope, no, no, a little bit more slime, a little more yep. slime. Oh he, yeah, 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 you got it, you got it. Yeah. You you gotta, me, let me just do it. Let you gotta me just look do wet. It. You gotta look wet on this. <laughs> Cast: Sigourney Weaver, Michael Bean, Carrie Henn. Paul Reiser, Jeanette Goldstein, William Hope, Al Matthews, Lance Henriksen, and Bill Paxton. Ridley Scott's Alien was, was a success, so talks of a sequel began pretty soon after the film's release. I won't bore you with the exhausting studio infighting, suing, and creative differences, but needless, needless to say, Aliens had a lot of trouble getting developed and ultimately made. There are paragraphs and yeah. paragraphs and paragraphs of how 
tumultuous the pre-production of this movie was it, oh. like too many cooks like studio changes uh this and that it is fucking and, rot and a lot of it was like the british crew that was making this movie like yes. the the, t- the people that were helping put it together hated the fact that it wasn't ridley scott and yeah. they hated james cameron so they're like we're uh, gonna give him a hard time yeah they didn't believe in the project at all Come on. and apparently he wanted to show him terminator so that he could prove what his worth is. Oh, yeah. But they're like, they didn't show up to watch it. <laughs> so they're like, oh, screw this guy. Yeah, they, they, like, he had to rally them. Like, they were not behind him whatsoever. Really? Producers had seen a treatment from James Cameron about a time-traveling robot and thought he could be good for aliens. James Cameron turned in his treatment with notes from Walter Hill and David Geiler, stating only that Ridley and soldiers. That's the only kind of prompt he got. Cameron was a relative newcomer as a director, having only directed Piranha 2, so the studio was hesitant on hiring him for the job. But alas, they did. The studio was also resistant on hiring Galen Hurd as producer pretty much because she was a woman. However, Cameron fought for her and convinced the studio she was a legitimate producer. Having made the Terminator, Cameron and Hurd wanted to combine the horror of Alien with the action of Terminator. He made Terminator in between all of this infighting. Uh, so like he had turned in his thing and they're all fighting about it. Like you can't have a girl producer pretty much. And so he, he, they went and made Terminator. Um, (laughs) what? Yeah. Like it, it took that long. It's, it was, it's, this is ridiculous. Whoa. Uh, the studio at first didn't want Sigourney Reaver to return as Ripley. Fearing she would demand more money, so after Cameron and Heard quit multiple times because of this, of uh, this production was finally able to move on. They quit because she was fr- threatening to quit, and so they kept like fighting for her. And they're like, no, 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 no. So they kept quitting and kept quitting until they eventually hired uh, Sigourney Weaver because she got paid a shit ton for this movie. Yeah, uh, she should have. Originally, Cameron wanted Stephen Lang, uh, but James Remar got the role. For Hicks, after oh. being fired for getting arrested for drug possession, Michael Bean got the role. Bill Paxton and Lance Henriksen worked with Cameron on the Terminator, so he thought they would be perfect for their respectful roles. The actors underwent military training from the British Special Forces, uh, that is the SAS. Okay. Filming began in September 1985 in London at the prestigious Pinewood Studios. Cameron was not used to the English ways of filmmaking, mad at losing almost an an hour each day for fucking tea breaks. <laughs> what? That is kind Are of annoying. Are you serious? It's kind yeah. of annoying, Brits. I'm just saying. It's it's a, an hour. Like just chug that bitch. You know, why aren't pink, you good pink, to go? Pinkies up, bro. It tea was scrumpets. The crew also, as mentioned, uh, <laughs> as, as I know, Mike, married. As Mike mentioned, the crew also <laughs> did not like Cameron's way of filmmaking, saying that he was demanding and knew exactly what he wanted. Uh, cool. That's a good director. <laughs> sounds like a great director. That's a, that's a good Wait leader. Wait a minute. He's demanding? Well, I don't know. Look, he seems like he knows what he wants, so I just don't really think this is going to work out. <laughs> seems like he's got a direction, and I don't really like that. No. Not as a director, no. No, no. If no, you're going to be a director, you... <laughs> I don't know why you would come into it having a direction. You have a vision? Ugh. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> the crew also uh, purposefully would sabotage setups, and some were fired, and some walked out. After rallying from Cameron, the crew got the, the shoot done. Cameron remarked it was a very difficult shoot, and the only thing that kept him going was knowing that he could leave Pinewood and never come back. <laughs> Aliens was, re- was released on July 18th, 1986. On a budget of $18.5 million, the film earned... 131 point million to 183.3 million somewhere in there somewhere in there 
gain three more sequels, nominated for seven, and win two Academy Awards for Best Visual Effects and Best Sound Editing, the Alien vs. Predator movies, comics, toys, and a bunch of other fun things. Yeah, the parts that they won those awards for were the British parts, so yeah, not yeah. anything like... But, Academy Award for best tea breaks in yeah. a movie. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Oh, those were the best. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They did good on that. Directing and and cast or whatever, all that crap. That's the American crap, you know. No uh, one needs any of that. Hard work. English stuff is, is, is the good shit. It's all backwards back there. I don't know we what gotta, you guys are doing. We gotta do our tea break and pray to the queen at, at noon every day. You know what yes. I mean? We like, we stop whatever we do. We stop at scene three to take a three hour Cedar Ridge break. Cedar Ridge break. How was how was that war? We beat you in that war. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna yeah. kick their ass we in WW two. Yeah, cheerio. Let's do it. I'm again. just kidding. That's not how we talk. <laughs> That's well, not. Well, we, we know you got at least one friend who loves this movie just as much as you do. Hit the little share icon on your podcast app. Directly text it over to them. That's one of the best ways you can support us. You can also go to our website, confusedbreakfast.com. Grab all kinds of cool stuff. See our ratings. And finally, if you're already caught up and you're looking looking for more and you're just like i need more of these guys in my ears you can go to our youtube channel watch us listen to us there totally different experience or you can support us on patreon to get access of up to 70 hours of bonus audio and vote on upcoming movies and a private discord server and tons of more stuff so patreon.com slash confused breakfast up next we have aj who does the research for us talks about the critics and the fans alike and what they all have to say in their cool reviews well well, actually, guys, get ready because the only thing messier and uglier than this movie is the tomato meter. Gross. Far yes. from it. Yeah, this is not gross. Wow. Is it? 98% certified fresh. Eight. On the tomato percent. Uh, Back to the Future was a 97. This is tied for wow. number one of every movie we've ever done. This is tied for number one with Princess Bride at 98%. Incredible. Wow. That is awesome. Yes. As it should be. 94% from the audiences. Uh, IMDb, I think, is coming in pretty hot. 8.4. That's tied at number three three. with The Shinning. All right. Uh, Yeah, that's some pretty good company up there at the top of our list. Sure is. All right, fine. Cool, man. I like that. Uh, the Washington Post gave this a hundred out of a hundred. Rita Kempley said, Cameron and company have made a sequel that is gripping and vital. The two and a half hours fly by with this brave company. Our imagination sucked into the screen as if by a black hole. Nice. Uh, TV Guide, another 100 out of 100. A nonstop, high-tech, souped-up war movie with gung-ho Marines blasting special effects creatures and a genuinely convincing, exciting action heroine. Mm. You bet. Uh, There was a bad one, apparently. Oh, no. The New Yorker. Didn't think it was all that great. <laughs> That's a weird accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you New Yorkers out there. I don't know. Uh, this is this is that's probably very offensive. I, I, yeah, I, I'm guessing. The only New York accent I know is Raphael from Ninja Turtles. Like yeah. that's the only one I know. Uh, I I know the cab driver. <laughs> that's look, the only look like one. A you know? <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I can do. Look like a turtle in a trench coat. You're going to LaGuardia, right? <laughs> Terrible airport. <laughs> Those are your guys' barometers. For Shut up, Sean. That's all we got. We're not movie buffs like you. Yeah. No, I, can't, I mean, I don't know. I can't think of one. Robert De Niro. I don't know. <laughs> Old Bobby. Pauline Kale. Hey, all right. Gave it 50 out of 100. An inflated sci-fi action horror film. Cameron does it in an energetic, systematic, relentless way with an action director's gusto and a shortage of imagination. 
The imagery has a fair amount of graphic power, but there's too much claustrophobic blue-green darkness. Hmm. Okay. Pauline Kale's pretty tough. Is it uh, is no- she? Notoriously, yeah. She like Tarantino is a huge fan of like just reading her reviews. Okay. Uh he actually got like his aesthetic, you could say, from her. Like she had a line in a review of uh of a movie uh that said like it was like a, a pulp, like the pulp got right out of the 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 screen or something like that. And he's like, That's that's my aesthetic. I'm going with that. Okay. Yeah, he was a huge fan of her, but she's notoriously very tough. She's <laughs> tough on him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's my thing. I'm just tough on people. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for Pauline to review my movie so she doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. That's what every <laughs> that's movie her thing. it's her thing. But, but if she reviews your movie. Right. See, that's the that's the that's what you want. That's yeah. the accolade. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, this was such a highly well-received movie that I decided to just dig through the trenches (laughs) on some negative reviews. Let's dive in, guys. One out of ten, more idiots fighting more aliens in dimly lit corridors. Yawn. (laughs) By the way, I'm going to read two from the same person because they're right next to each other because apparently one wasn't enough. No. So keep that in mind. Dimly lit corridors. Yawn. Said, love me, love me, do. Oh, more okay. idiots fighting more aliens in dimly lit corridors. Title uh, is what he that you already said it. <laughs> the first movie was already bad enough. Here we get more of the same ad nauseum. Sci-fi means science fiction. Where is the science? I get it that for a movie to become a hit, it has to appeal to the lowest IQ possible. <laughs> the, this not, movie pushes right. the okay anyway. <laughs> This movie pushes the limit, requiring you to switch off your brain. Is this affecting 95% of IMDb reviewers? Uh, Like I say, they must have put in another installment on the same day. (laughs) Love me, love me, do, added, yawn, again. Come on. As brilliant as the first movie, more idiots fighting more aliens, what a plot. 95% of IMDb reviewers seem to disagree. Oh, well. All in all, a perfect parable of mankind indeed. So he posted his first two drafts. Yeah. And that last one is probably what he actually <laughs> Yeah, read. and he's like, oh, crap, can I delete that? I don't see the delete button. All right, well, I'll just add another I'll one. just go again. Does Epic. return mean delete? Shit. Does ah. <laughs> <Just> return? <laughs> Got it. Uh, I'm just going to give you, uh, this is, it's my last one for you guys. One out of ten. Uh, it's a little bit longer, but it's absolute garbage, said Jennifer Adderby. Mm. Warning, spoilers. This has to be, so far, the worst in the series. This is in 2018, by the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like back in 1986. Yeah. <laughs> so far. Out of the two, sucks. this one's bad. Uh, <laughs> I am split on this and Alien... Alien 3, on which one is worse? First of all, there is a cat. <laughs> I hate cats. I'm sorry, Mike. Deal with it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, that doesn't... That does, whatever, go ahead. Deal with it. You can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't just go, I hate this, deal with it, because no one gives a fuck about what you're saying. I hate... I you're hate not the, allowed to say this that. Is, yes. It's always like, a, whenever there's a negative opinion, it's always it's always yawn, like, love me, love me, don't. Or, well, I don't love him, but... And then there's also, like deal with it in negative reviews because there's always the hot take that you have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually not going to be able to sleep tonight because of this. Wow. So, what we've what we've got here, story sucks and don't tell me it's okay. It's just 
dot, dot, dot. Can't describe how bad it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait. So you're trying to describe a movie, I but can't. you don't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. She left the dot dot. She, she, she left, was thinking. Left yeah. the dot dot. She's like, mm, you know what? Fuck it. I don't even know. Second, this is Bill Paxton's worst role in film. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe they made an embarrassment of the talent he has in this film. <laughs> it is one of the cheesiest sci-fi movies I have ever seen and i refuse to add it with my blu-ray collection <laughs> okay. the whole time i watched this i was hoping the cat would get eaten by an alien but nope <laughs> you bitch the acting was so cheesy i thought i was watching a low budget sci-fi film the whole time this installment is pure trash and is death on my top 10 horrible films of all time what are the rest <laughs> i want that i want that list <laughs> Save your brain and eyes from absorbing this terrible piece of cinema. I'm so glad I didn't catch this in theaters, as I would demand a refund. Yeah, sure. All copies of this should be burned, and I would rather watch the Star Wars Holiday Special than endure the time (laughs) I lost of my life watching this. Oh, my God. What on earth? Was James Cam- James Cameron thinking? Oh, he wasn't on a cat. He wasn't. He was literally made a space movie. <laughs> yeah. Why would he do that? What Why would he do that? James Cameron, you idiot! <laughs> you put a cat in your movie. Uh, Sorry. I don't know why you put a cat in your movie. That's what I imagine she sounds like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's <Just> like <laughs> New Yorkers and Karen's. New Yorkers and and Jennifer's. So <laughs> there you go. Well, I did have a, re- a revelation, revelation, whatever you want to call it, about yeah. our sponsor, Cedar Ridge Distillery. I was oh. thinking, honestly, about doing like a sober October Same. or a nothing November or a dehydrated December or whatever. Dry January. Mm, dry it's, January. It's the month well, of the no, year. That's, I don't like it. I like when it's like rhymes or something. But, dry January? Uh, no, it's you, It's got the ju- I know that I could easily give up beer. I like, I don't, the older I get, I'm like, hey, beer, whatever, wine, who cares? But like... All alcohol, I could just go, yeah, that's fine for a month, except for whiskey. Like, I think I'm a little too deep because mm. I really do absolutely love sipping on a glass of whiskey to end a tough day. I watched the last episode of The Haunting of Hill House last night nice. to a warm glass of whiskey Jesus. and cried my eyes out. Are you out. going through something? I'm going through something. So, like, whether it's Cedar Ridge's quintessential single malt, their blended rye bourbon collaboration with Slipknot or their flagship okay, bourbon, do. like, I can't get enough. I can't stop. Someday I'll try to take a month off, but, like, for now, I can't really give up the feeling of a delicious whiskey on my lips. So I thanks to Cedar Ridge. I like I don't know if this is good or bad, but I do know that it is amazing that they sponsor our podcast. Uh, you can thank them for keeping our lights on by going out, finding a bottle of Cedar Ridge at your local stores, or you can directly order it online at cedarridgewhiskey.com. I mean, it's true. We've been talking about them for over a year now. If you haven't tried it yet, you got to do it. You got to understand why I could not possibly do Sober October. Mm. This is the main reason. So go do it. You won't regret it. Drink responsibly. As always, thank you, Cedar Ridge. Cedarridgewhiskey.com. 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 Well, boys, what do you say that we agree to leave the safety of our adorable cat and quaint little apartment to board a ship with some unstable military personnel? We're headed directly back to the location of our worst trauma and scariest life experience. Nothing remotely bad could possibly happen to us. After all, we are the main characters of the movie now. Yeah, right. We're on an express elevator to hell. Here we go. 
So Ellen Ripley has been in stasis for 57 years aboard an escape shuttle after destroying her ship, the Nostromo, to escape a lethal alien creature which slaughtered her crew on LV-426. She's rescued and debriefed by her employers who are skeptical about her claims because that exomoon is now the site of a terraforming colony, Hadley's Hope. After contact is lost with the colony, Whalen yutani Representative Carter Burke and Lieutenant Gorman ask Ripley to accompany them to investigate. Still traumatized by her alien encounter, she agrees on the condition they exterminate the creatures. Sure, man. Um, right. right, like when we get the first shot of uh, Ripley kind of just sleeping, and there's it kind of pans to uh, like a proximity alert, proximity alert, because the ship's coming. Yep, and then it cuts like right away, and the ship's like right. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was not enough warning yeah. for anything like no. that. No, like, I don't know if the ship's battery was dying. I don't know. Seven years. At some point, that ship's gonna probably run out of power. Are we thinking that? Or is it all solar nowadays? Uh, so- solar. Oh, it's not solar. There's oh, there's sun everywhere sun in there. the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's space. Or is there? I don't know. I don't get it, okay? I don't get anything about it. Anytime somebody's like, oh, yeah, 57 years later, it's it's and, and this person is the exact same. No um, aging. No aging. No hair no, growth. No, yeah, no. Right. So we have no aging, no hair growth. No muscular no mus- degeneration. Degeneration. Yep. Like, they, they just look nice and happy and healthy and all this good stuff and... You know they they don't look like they aren't glowing pale. Apparently, oh. I don't I don't know, man. I just it's always a frustrating thing to me. Did it have to be? Why did it have to be fifty seven years later? Or so, I guess so long. Why did it have to be that way? I don't know, but suspension of disbelief. And it sure is shock. It's shocking. It, like it, as a viewer, it's shocking to you to hear that, just as it is to her. Um, like, you know, I was thinking too, like 50, 57 years, I have a four month old baby at home and I don't sleep much. And I'm like 57 year nap. Like I might catch up on my right, sleep. Yeah. Like maybe not quite, but like I might get to the sleep I've lost in the last four months. Like right. maybe. Okay. But like it's a science fiction movie. Uh, like that's like one of the, like <laughs> I might get the sleep I freaking need after 57 It's years. a science fiction movie. Sleep. Like those pods. Like You need one of those pods, Mike? Is that they, what you're needing? <laughs> what I'm saying is someone invent a pod that I can sleep in for 57 years yeah. and still be myself. We a stasis wanna, pod, We all want to go to sleep forever. And yeah. that's why I think that like, I mean, what is it? Like it's it's a science fiction movie, science fiction horror. Like right. It's a, it's a pod that just keeps you preserved while you sleep. Yeah, science fiction again, and I guess yes, it's the suspension of you know disbelief or what whatever you want to call it that you'd say. Hey, you just like, and by the way, I, this is me being critical, not necessarily of the movie itself. It's just science fiction in general. To be honest, I love science fiction, but those kinds of time jumps yeah. always bug me a little. Mm-hmm. Like I can never get away from it. So. I'd take my cat with me for sure. Yeah, just in the pod. Oh yeah. Be like, cat, you you can't live without me. You have to come with me. Well, yeah. the stasis wouldn't have covered my allergies. I, I doubt. <laughs> well, I probably would be like drowning in my own snot and yeah. my tears. And yeah, even though it's cute as fuck, I would be dead. Cray cray adorbs. But I, I yeah. did. I did find a weird moment. Like, so they come in. They 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 cut the door cuts down, which so is super cool. awesome. I have expected like rave music to cut, like <laughs> like the laser keeps cut, like is scanning the whole room. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it, do, it does. Kind of kind of looks Sonya. like the lasers in Vanilla Sky when so, he's got his mask on backwards. Sonya Blades, the f- point person. <laughs> I want Kano. <laughs> like, <laughs> so they they walk in like all super careful, and they've got these 
these masks on and you yeah. know they have these masks on because the sound design of them breathing in those masks is really loud. <laughs> it's quite intense. It's quite intense. And then they're like, oh, no, she's alive. And then they just take their masks off. So yeah. I, I'm wondering what at what point were they going to keep the masks on or at what point did they determine that it was safe to take them off? It was just like, we got these on. Okay, we can take them off now. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of a weird. I, I know there's so many things that they just don't have to tell in the story. If yeah, you can, if you can just be a non-critical person and just watch it, like who fucking cares? But I remember it's just true. going, "Why'd they take those masks off?" It's funny how upset they were that they're like, "Oh crap, we found a live person. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to take this back now." Got it. Well, <laughs> there goes our salvage. Well. There's protocol. Yeah, I guess. Dang it! <laughs> like you fucked up our 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 hall, lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have wanted to keep my mask on, it, like especially like opening that pod because I don't know like what that thing preserves. Yeah, like, obviously it preserves your life and yes. and and just kind of stunts your growth, I guess. But I don't know about your bo. What if, what if COVID nineteen is living inside of that thing and you it's been gone for fifty seven years and now opening it. It's Boom. right. It's right into your face. Let's say you're just worse getting, than xenomorphs. Oh, you don't want that. Let's say you're just getting like an IV of like you know nutrients and such to keep you going, and that's how you kind of stay up up and at of I suppose. But those those nutrient farts are just in, <laughs> encased in yeah. that <laughs> stasis it's, pod. It's protein. It's you preserving know, those you farts. Your, your vegetables. You know, yep. it's it's like it's. Uh, Athletic greens, pretty much. It's like those farts can't be good. It's protein powder yeah. farts. It's just in there. And, and I know it's Sigourney Weaver, but hey, everybody S- farts. Everybody, everybody Sigourney. Uh, everybody poops. Um, <laughs> yeah, what happens to poops and farts and yeah. peas? It, see, I think fifty-seven years worth of poops. It's just I just have to imagine that inside. If you could hear the audio inside throughout that fifty-seven years, you just every now and again you'd hear just like. <sighs> It's, it's the cat. Yeah. yeah. Cat wakes up, like, get me out of here. Vista. <laughs> so where where does she okay, here's the one thing that whenever whenever I used to watch this movie, it was always the regular version. And when I rewatched for critical, I watched the regular version of this. But then uh I kept reading about like the director's cut. Mm. So I'm like, okay, second time through, I'm going to put it in the director's cut. And normally, I'm not one to do a director's cut. Normally, yeah. I'm like, there's a reason. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm the director. I know what the best final cut should be. Whatever. This this movie, though, I felt like the director's cut should be the cut everyone should watch. Because mm, okay. they, they really do take out a lot of important details. Have you guys seen the director's cut on this? I believe I have. How yeah. long is the director's it's cut? It's maybe like 20, 30 minutes longer. Okay. Two, two, two hours, 20 minutes or something like that. That. I wonder if that's the one that I've I watched. Well, you'll then. you'll know then because like right here, there's a lot of important scenes. Like she's on the ship. Um, she, there's a deleted scene of um, her talking to a nurse, and the nurse is like, you know, she's like, "What about my daughters?" Uh, Ripley's asking about her daughter. She's like, "Well, your daughter um, died at at age 66. You know, okay. like her daughter has aged and died." And they showed a picture of her to her, like an old age old. Old age uh, picture of her okay, daughter. Okay, then I did not see it. Yeah, like um, that, that's some pretty important stuff. In fact, a, a funny, funny, not a funny thing, but a, a tidbit that the portrait that they actually show is actually Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver's real life mother. That oh, like that's no the pic, the photo they used. That's a great move. It's it's a great move. But even then, then they go back to um, 
the planet and they show what it was like there, like people living there and kids running around. Okay. And, oh, and it yeah, shows them remember. going out and discovering the ship and then the first facehugger attacking and then yeah. that's it. So there's a lot of um there's a lot of things going on here and they they really don't in the in the normal cut they just go Hey, you're on the ship. Hey, your hair's shorter, and now you live in this weird apartment with a weird, messy hallway with graffiti yeah. on it. Yeah, it's just kind of like, whoa, what, what, what just happened here? How much time passed? Um, so I, I do, I do think if anybody's out there and you haven't seen it, I, I really think we'll talk about it a couple times. But the director's cut, I think, is the way to watch this movie. Mm. That makes sense. I there, there are parts in the beginning, and I can understand prob- probably why. Uh, but it, it felt like she was very almost. I won't say unfazed, but somewhat unbothered by the fact that 57 years have passed. <laughs> Talking Trying to Paul to get my Razor. Old job back. Yeah, I just want my old job back. It's like it's been 57 years, okay? <laughs> I highly doubt you'll be skilled enough to fly that plane right. that you used to fly 57 years ago. has been replaced by a robot. <laughs> have you seen the new Top Gun? That's only like a difference of what, like twenty five years. Yeah, and though the de- that jet to today's Wait. jet is totally different. Oh my god! <laughs> you think about it. Think about a car. Fifty seven years ago would be like nineteen sixty five. I did that math. Wow, um, nineteen sixty five. Think about what a car was back then to what a car is now. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to be able to. What the you're hell not is gonna, a Tesla? Yeah, <laughs> Tesla. It Wait, doesn't like make Nikolai any noise. Tesla? It's self parallel parks. What's I parallel parking? Tesla's still alive. <laughs> Oh wow! Well, so I'm not the only one. It's like, <laughs> I, I just wonder. That's the thing. It's like it's been that that freaking long. Was techno? They're just a technology plateau that just happened. And oh, I've got a class two license. That means nothing now. <laughs> we, okay, we have to renew our license every five years or whatever. Now, like, no, you're fine. Once you pass the test, you're good. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes. And then you have like the debrief where it's like. Yep. And and I swear to God, it it happened this fast for me. Um, watching it the very first, the very my very first time watching full full the way through, it happened this fast. Look, Ripley, this debrief is over. Okay, we don't know what you're talking about. Exoskeleton alien acid for blood, something that no other no other planet's ever heard of. This is done. You're crazy. Move along. We're done with this. To the next scene. Oh crap! An exoskeleton <laughs> alien with acid blood is now tearing through a community on this planet. What Dude, the heck? It's just—it's just like the craziest misogynist kind <laughs> yeah. of like rhetoric that they have. Like obviously, obviously that's what they're going for. But it's just like, yo, those crazy alien acid blood monsters you're talking about. You, you just need some sleep, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you just had a hard day. You need to go to sleep. Why don't you have a nap and come back to us? We get it. You're just tired. Just shut it's up, like, you I've woman. A, I've been asleep for 57 years. I'm not tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're right. Even the woman on that board was like... Uh, she was the one that said it. Yeah. She, she's, she's the, the one who's the basically like, excuse me, the men are talking. Okay. <laughs> it's like, good Lord, lady. <laughs> I you mean, that's the worst nightmare, though. Like, I got to yeah. say, once she does have that nightmare before this scene, it's like, like I said, like, I, I used to think that once I got a stomachache, the chest burster would Ugh. come out of me. And Like, she's got to, I got to imagine they were just like, yeah, no, it, it, it was a dream. Don't worry about it. But then, like, in real life, you know, you have those, like, dreams where you have a stomachache in your dream and you wake up and you're like, oh, shit, like, that was, I I, that was a horrible dream. I just wake up violently puking all the time and I just need to change my life. Yeah. Like that's 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 my dream. Yeah. Anyway. Take a Tums, yeah. Sean. Take a Tums. Never heard of him. Uh I I've had 
I've had uh, when I was very young, I had uh, appendicitis, so I had an appendectomy. I had my appendix pulled out, and they did it. Uh, what is it? Arthroscopically or whatnot, uh, where they just use little tubes and they go in. Science fiction. One of the, see science fiction, right? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is all made up. Uh, no, uh, but one of the, one of those cuts was in my belly button. So Ugh. now I have I have a real thing Ugh. like about like my belly button being touched, <laughs> and this is pro- is not helping. So like even the ma- the matrix like oh, when that thing oh. goes in the belly button, no, oh, it's no, just awful. You. It's the worst to me. This and the matrix, yeah, those those are literally my nightmares. I I feel like someone could just open up my belly button. Well, you know when you dig in there and it's that weird feeling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the worst. It's probably in this future alien trying to get out. Yeah. That's what I thought. Or or a bug trying to get in. Hey, mm. you never know. Not a fan. Not a fan. Well, one thing that we know that they have fixed in the futuristic world of aliens is blue light. They obviously clearly have the ability to replace the corneas of our eyes with special filters to keep the blue light out. It's a standard procedure covered by insurance and done when you're six months old. Everybody gets it done. The people of the future know the harmful effects of blue light on our eyes, the same light that emanates from endless barrages of phones, TVs, and computers. In our modern world, we are learning those harmful effects, but we don't have the technology for cornea replacement yet. Luckily, Felix Gray has stepped up to create high-quality, stylish comfortable glasses that filter out all the harmful blue light that's all around us. I actually have two pairs, one non-prescription pair for daily wear that I put in when I've got my contacts in. I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like, I got to get this week's episode notes ready to go. They're going to kill me. Uh, The other pair that has my (laughs) prescription in it and I wear them when I'm doom scrolling on Facebook in my bed going, no one likes my podcast. (laughs) How come no one one liked this Instagram post? So these glasses have become a permanent part of my life ever since Felix Gray jumped on board to support our podcast. We're so happy to spread the joy and all of the results to you guys. We love these glasses and we really do truly think that everybody should get these so don't hesitate go to felixgrayglasses.com slash confused that's f-e-l-i-x-g-r-a-y glasses.com slash confused free shipping free returns free exchanges these guys are freaking awesome and we know you're gonna love a pair of these glasses see the future 57 years into the future oh my god there you go you 57 know? years into the future you can see yeah you can see yeah just blue by wearing light. one pair blue light is gone then because yeah. of felix gray boom yeah I- yeah, I made all that up. Hopefully, people will figure that out in the future. Maybe Felix Gray will. If you support them, they'll be the ones that figure it out. <sighs> Scene two Ripley is introduced to the colonial Marines on the spaceship Salako, but is distrustful of their android bishop. A dropship delivers the expedition to the surface of LV 426, where they find the battle ravaged colony and two live alien facehuggers in containment takes. The team locates the colonists beneath the fusion-powered atmosphere processor station and heads to their location. Um, in the scene before this, uh, when they come to her and like, we need you to come with us. We do believe you now. Oh, apparently. oh, hey, hey! By the way, we do believe you now. Yeah. Um, our bad. Yeah, it turns out. <laughs> uh, Who to thunk? Well, you. Oh, wait. <laughs> so, fuck? like, are you going to tell me that I'm not crazy? No, no. We still think you're fucking crazy. So. No, no. We we're not going to erase these notes we took on putting your file. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. She's we need your help. she's like you're going to destroy them, right? Like to Burke. She's, yeah. And he, he's like, oh, I I guarantee it. Uh, the find of the century. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Yep. This is what I don't. Killing them. Killing this is them what all. I do not buy. I like if you if you went through what she went through. Yeah. What what is the reasoning for you to want to go back? 
There is none. <laughs> there, there's there's no valid reason for you to go back, even if it's like, well, yeah, then I can be the person that helps you get them. It's like, no, you understand that we probably have a pretty bad chance of getting them. So and and then like not only going back, but then put actively putting yourself back into cryo sleep. Yeah. After you've been there, like if you have control issues, yeah. The last thing you're doing is going back into cryo sleep. Yeah. Because uh -uh. clearly something fucked up, and then you were there for 57 years. Let's go back and see if it works. Yeah, let's just see if it, we'll try it again. I don't know. Well, third time's a charm, right? I don't know. I wouldn't go back at all, but Never. I do. I do get the mentality, I guess. I mean, it being our main character, there is yeah. that. Um, but also, just like I need to kind of see it through. I need to like I need to make sure that these things don't exist anymore. I need to see it with my own eyes in order for me to kind of move on with my life. You know, she's got nothing. She's got no family. She's got I, nothing to live for. I at mean, this you point. know, that's like it, if it's if I can help exterminate like the most traumatic thing that happened to me in my life, then I probably I would I might reconsider. You know, two things. I'll answer. Uh, I I have the definitive answer for your original question, Mike. You know, what would compel you to do such a thing to go back? But how long did they? How long did it take to go back to that place? If they had to go through cryo sleep. Are we? Are we? Wait thinking, a minute! Wait a minute! Are we thinking that this is like like trip to Mars? Like, oh, it's going to take us eight months to get there. So, like, how long did it take them to get back? Why'd they have to go cryo sleep style for this trip over to where you're they're going? right? Because this little girl, this little girl has will you know they were going to meet Newt would have yeah. been living on this planet mm -hmm. for that entire time. It doesn't feel like they would have needed to go into cryo sleep. Yeah, right? unless. unless because I mean, and, and what's my, the minimum distance that you have to go into cryosleep? Yeah, and for them to think that this is a a, a worthwhile time investment of, because they're not going to say, uh, th it obviously can't be. To, oh, it takes fifty seven years to get back. So uh, there's a crisis over there right now. <laughs> we want you to take fifty seven years and get back over there, <laughs> and like right, That's very true. So it's got to be like months, maybe uh, a month, maybe. A month? What do you think? I don't know. If I'm on a plane for more than two hours, I'd rather just be knocked out. <laughs> if, on a, if I'm on a plane to go punch a face? Yeah. yeah if, I'm on a, if I'm on a plane for like more than an hour and a half, I like I would rather just have them like put a mask on my face That's, and, he's, he's and, and pass right, me actually. out. If, if, 100%. If you had the technology to drive from Des Moines, Iowa to Cedar Rapids, Iowa, like... And make it in, feel. in the blink in the blink of an eye where you were just sleeping for two hours you would do it that's true like it's got that's getting a, a getting he's, a tooth pulled right. getting a tooth pulled like they they put you under or something like that and you wake <laughs> up and like nothing has happened yeah and you wake up high as fuck <laughs> <laughs> I just feel, high I just feel like great. at that point it would have been better for like morale and rapport to just sit around and play cards for a couple hours Dude, rather than go through the hypo the the stasis process what, what what do you guys think about all like we get this this typical introduction of just like the, the yeah. rough and tumble military guys Whoa. and we we've got all kinds of funny quips to say about things ever been mistaken for a man no have you <laughs> <laughs> vasquez you're so bad got him do you think Let's that do more you think it's possible for me to if we were on a train to <laughs> yes. go punch a face yeah. i'm on board <laughs> that's what i'm talking about i think i think we've been kind of we haven't had been equal opportunity punching in the facing. Sure, sure. You know, it always seems to be a male that we punch in the face. Mm. I kind of want to punch Vasquez in the face. Really? I feel like it's equal Why? opportunity. I just feel like she's so mean. You wanna, 
You want? I feel like she's so mean to everybody. Was she questioning your mas- masculinity? Yes. yes, she is. When she said that, I was like, "What do you mean? You mean you want to punch? You want to punch Janelle in the face? You want to? You want to punch John Connor's foster mom in the face? Kinda. Wow. I'm not saying that that's my answer. I was just really hoping there was going to be a resounding <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but apparently no. no. Okay, well, it's fine. Like, <laughs> I mean, equal opportunity punching. I thought we were going to do that. Oh no, that's fine. No, no that's, yeah. I love it. If I they mean, deserve it, I don't know because she's she's kind of okay. I'm saying in this first moment when you meet her, yeah, like you're like God, she's ugh. yeah. You kind of then like, I do like her towards the end. Though. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, my problem with my most punchable face. I think it's uh, Gorman. Okay, the the oh, yeah. the lieutenant, the, the reluctant, like yeah, lieutenant, you're right, you know. Uh, but he does kind of have a redemption. Yeah, but at the same time, maybe off screen, you yeah. know, someone punched him and like he got that through his head. Then right, and I hope that that was me. That'd be nice. Um, let's see. I think uh, to be honest, I. I just want to. I really want to punch Paul Reiser. I, I mean, yeah. I really want to punch him. There was a lot of stuff that he he did a bunch of interviews, and he said that like even his own mom was like cheering when he died in this movie <laughs> nice. because of how well he portrayed the villain. Yeah, like like and the and the sinister villain too, like the guy that's that's willing to lie to your face and to like pretend like you're his friend to get what he wants, and and who knows what he actually. A lot of it was implied, but like what he actually went through and what his plans were in this whole thing, we don't really yeah. get into it too big. But yeah, I I question while watching this movie like that he have a directive. That's what I always thought that he have like uh, orders from higher ups or anything. Um, but then it kind of seems also that he just kind of did this on the fly, where he's like, "Well, okay, I have an idea. Yeah, I'm gonna try and bring this back for myself, and yeah. you know, yeah. accolades and everything like that." Right. Yeah, I don't know. He's good though. I love oh, Paul Reiser. We, we talk about it a lot. Where if you can portray, if you can make yourself a terrible, like where everyone hates you in a movie, that's yes. acting. Yeah, that is oh, awesome yeah. acting. And it's even like there's even I, I well, it's the way I consider it. Uh, there's even like that subtle, almost condescension of, of him like calling her kiddo. All yeah, the time. I, I noticed that too. You, you know, it's like, eh, well, it's gonna have to. Be, it's just way it's got to be there, kiddo. She's you like, know? I'm 57 it's years like, older than you. Uh, yeah, at least, <laughs> technically, at least. <laughs> it's always, it's always. They're always like pushing that uh, misogynist kind of thing with this, yeah. and I, I do. It does make you mad. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I don't think they push it too much. Or I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like I get it. They're misogynist, and she's the woman hero. Mm-hmm. I think it's really well deserved because these characters. Are fleshed out really fucking quick. Yeah, like you, you are you kind of seem to me anyway part of this crew right off the bat, in my opinion. Yeah. What do you guys think of uh, Lance Henriksen? Lance Hendricks. Uh, is that Bishop? Oh, Bishop. Oh, I love Bishop um, personally. But they they are making him out. The first time you see this, you're meant to believe that he's evil. He could be like yeah. he could I think. Turn yeah, I think or... you are meant to believe that. In fact, there was like a deleted scene where he had these like crazy eye contacts that he was going to make a glance over at Ripley, like when she's like, "I don't trust you. Stay away from me." He's like, "Of course." And then she was going to catch him like with this weird evil eye, weird like computer screen where she was like, "Fuck, mm. I knew he was bad." But yeah, he's he's got such a unique way of delivering lines and his face is so unique that man like I love it he's perfect for that role I I agree uh he is like one of my favorite roles and again really just getting to watch this for the first time and kind of and all I have to go off of is whatever kind of 
exposition they want to give from the previous movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's good that Paul Reiser's there to like kind of give that little bit, like oh, yeah. like on the last her last trip, you know. It's like, but being Ripley, it's like, can you not talk about it so nonchalant? <laughs> because it was, oh, yeah, she just, it was uh, you know mildly traumatizing, and you're just like, <laughs> stay away from me. There's one right next to me. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah, the last time she went out, I guess the uh, the artificial person uh, well went on a killing rampage. Ooh. Probably caused her a lot of pain. I don't yeah. know. She might be traumatized. Or something Ooh. like that. It had, to be, it had to be an older model. Well, no, it was actually newer than you are. <gasps> <Yeah>. <gasps> what? <laughs> Uh, it's funny, like, Lance Henderson was nervous to play an android because he was going to be compared to other famous portrayals, such as Ian Holm in the original Alien mm. and Rucker Howard in Blade Runner. To differentiate his portrayal, Henderson played Bishop as a child who pities the short lived humans. Cool. Well, that was really cool. It does make a lot of sense where he does seem like almost sad for them. Because yeah. they're definitely not up to his par. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it seems like a sympathetic uh, robot kind of role, which yeah. is cool. 100%. I also really loved Al Matthews. He's the one who played Apone. Yes. Or, yeah, I like him as the sergeant of the group. Like, he, I felt like he did a really good job of, of being the, like, I'm still one of you, but I'm also, like, in charge, so come on, listen to me. And he was actually a real-life sergeant in Vietnam. Mm. I believe it. Which which I think was a great call to get him as a good actor, get him in that role to then maybe be able to put... Because I believe that this group was a little rough and tumble and yeah. a little bit non-normal like in how they did things, but once things got going, they were like, we're, we're, yeah. we're in line, we're doing this, we're making sure this is good to go, here we go. 100%. We're on a mission. Yeah. I think he had a he I think he had a big role in that. I also really love the fact going back to all the uh mouth noises in this movie, the heavy breathing, uh him with his cigar. <laughs> the first, the thing, he first thing he does, he does <laughs> is pull that thing up and his, put it in there. His eyes aren't even open. It's, he's like, no, he's my cigar? Like, it's uh-huh. such like a character thing. Like I'm sure like maybe he came up with that. I want, I like to believe. Like, yeah. He's just like, can I have a cigar like the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I and uh, like when Ripley goes up and is like, I feel like the fifth wheel, is there anything I can do around here? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> is there anything you can do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, like, and then she gets like in the chewing on it. What do they call the machine like that you can get the into? A-T-A-T. Loader. A-T. I don't know. Dude, that, that loader or something. So yeah. James Cameron basically just he must have had that idea for these things because then he takes it straight to Avatar. I mean, Avatar is kind of the same. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. The, the military guys have like the same thing. I I love the idea of those suits and I wish they were real. Oh, they're, they're badass. Cool. Like being able to get in one of those and actually do it would be incredible. I, Ooh, here's a prop. I don't want the suit. All right. I don't want the suit. You can have it if you want. Okay. It, it sucks that I have the button here. Yeah, because, it sure does. Yeah, yeah. But when I'm going to tell you <laughs> the prop I want from this movie, I guarantee you guys are not thinking of. Okay. I want her. I'm not thinking of anything. I want her Reebok boots. <laughs> Those dope ass, clearly 80s, like Michael J. Fox Reebok, like high top boots that she has. Dope. I want a pair of those so bad. Yeah. Well played. I like that. Man, I think I gotta take one of the fucking guns that they have, like the the not the huge like rig, like the uh, pretty much uh, steady cam rig they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. Those guns. steady cam rig. <laughs> uh, but uh, the like the like yeah, the, you know the official rifles or whatever. They're they pretty badass. The the grenade launchers and <sighs> yeah, flamethrower on on the yeah. end of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I want Ripley's. Damn it! No, sorry, AJ. 
You can just shut up. You can't. <laughs> once you once it comes out of your mouth, you ah. have to stick with it. Yeah, I was gonna. God damn it! I was gonna you're say allowed, that we we can that, have equal punchable faces. So I mean, you're true. allowed to potentially say no. That's my prop too. Well, I I was gonna say the double gun at the end that she tapes it all together. She tapes together the cool, two guns cool. and everything. Yeah, that's mine. That's what you took. Yeah, that's the one I took. <sighs> then <laughs> you can take the loader. It'll help you like like put your Christmas lights. Up. I know. Then I want it to. Then I won't ruin another knee. I'll just, Dude, just use the loader. You know how like convenient that would be. I work in a warehouse. You know how convenient that would be just to like. We'd be done by now. I love, I love how somebody took the time to write this in the script to be like, well, we got to have a flashing light on it. And, it and it has to beep and you have to say, come backing up yep. when you're backing up. Like they took the time to do that and film that. It's like, I don't care about that in a movie. Just do it. Just swing around wildly. Everybody knows what's going on. James Cameron was just like, give me a forklift, but make it a transformer. <laughs> and make it OSHA approved. And make it OSHA approved. For God's sake, I don't need any more questions on this set. <laughs> OSHA came in, they're like, okay, so yeah, it seems like a pretty safe set. It's like, no, I want you here just for watch, this Watch, watch, ready, right when he decides to go backwards, weep, 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 the light goes off, like, we're good. OSHA person's yeah. like, that's cool as fuck. We should, <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> Call up Henry it. right now, get him down to the set. It's just rad. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna, just because, unless I think of something else, I'm gonna take the loader, even though I already have enough hard, hard, hard of a time, you know, keeping up with maintenance on my mower. I don't know. I'll, I'll keep the. I'll take the loader though. I'll take the loader. This this scene as we're getting here, as we're coming down to the planet, like the drop zone sequence. Oh yeah, is so cool to me. Like when they're all like, "Here we go," and that ship drops. I love how violently that ship is dropping. But it's like when you're on an airplane and you're going through really serious turbulence, like the worst you've ever been through. There's always still that one guy that's just sleeping in his chair. That's whatever. Like, yeah, whatever. And that's Hicks. <laughs> Hicks. Hicks is sleeping in this movie just like, I've done this a million times. I don't <laughs> Hicks even care. Is the best. Uh, Hicks, is Hicks your favorite military guy? I We're mean, meant to believe that, right? Is that Mike, Paxton or whatever? Michael no, Bean. Yeah, Michael, Michael Bean, Bean yeah. sorry. Yeah, I think he's pretty fucking cool. I, I think... Uh, like he goes with the best ideas, like as we'll see, like later yeah. on, you know, like he's he's like, well, as a as a leader, like he's very very cool. He's like the cool one of them, you know. He's you got your grunts, mm -hmm. and then you got your comic relief, and then you got Michael Bean. Yeah. He's far from you, what you would consider like your normal hero, right? Like he because he, he, he if if Ripley wasn't there, then Hicks would be your hero, definitely of this movie, right? Right. And but it's so cool to see that he is a hero support player. Yes, and I think that's the coolest thing. It's it's, it's hard for me to describe, but maybe that's well, a good way. And to say And that it. they didn't push a love story. Correct. Right. I mean, they 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 can hint at it, and that's sure. fine. Like some some uh, flirting and stuff, but some they tension. didn't. This any other movie would have been like whoop, love story. Yeah. It could even be friendly. Like it, it seems more like uh, uh, it it does seem like they're attracted to each other. Yeah. But it does seem more friendly. And respectful. That, yeah, respectful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, so, oh, uh, go ahead. You, uh, want, you uh, want to move on to scene three, or what's up? Well, man? I was just going to tell you, I did I did tell you that I would answer your question and what would compel somebody okay. uh, to go and do this again. Apparently, it's getting her pilot job back, her nine to that, five. Well, that's how they put it in the, in the thing. But again, <laughs> why do you care? Oh, I can get my nine to five back? 
Fuck yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Dude, if I went through <laughs> son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Put, let's put it into Sean. Okay, so Sean disappears into cryosleep for 57 years, uh. <laughs> and he comes back, and his company's like, listen, sorry, you don't have your uh, your driver's license anymore. You can't be driving these trucks. Yeah. You're going to have to just be on the loading dock. Oh. But you can go into the most hostile area of the world, and if you succeed... Which you probably won't. You can come back. You can get your old job back. Right. Are you doing right. it? Right. Um, yeah. I think I quit. Yeah, I think I quit. But uh, hey, think fifty-seven years uh, minimum wage has probably gone up quite a bit. <laughs> not, not Let's do it. Let's do it. So is inflation. Let's Damn it! it. <laughs> shitty little apartment that she lives in is like yeah. four million space bucks. Yeah, a month. four million space bucks. <laughs> They have the same currency as Spaceballs. Spaceballs. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> universe. Yeah, There's an alien in that movie. Everything. Yeah, it's the same universe, dude. Everything in the future, if it involves space, it's Spacebox. Yes. <laughs> not, not space dollars. Spacebox. Spacebox. So at the station center, the Marines find opened eggs and dead facehuggers alongside the cocoon colonists. The Marines kill an infant alien after it bursts from a colonist's chest, rousing multiple adult aliens who ambush the Marines. Ripley acts quick to get them out of there. A stowaway alien kills the pilots, and the dropship crashes before they can be rescued. Something pretty cool about where they were filming this. They filmed a lot of it in Pinewood, where Stanley Kubrick did a lot of set work for, um, I think it was The Shining. Um, but, uh, the location that they filmed, like all pretty much like the, the colony or like when they're inside the facility and everything like that was at, uh, Acton Lane power station in London, which is also where they filmed, uh, the power plant in 1989's Batman, Tim Burton's Batman. Really? Yeah. Pretty cool. That's rad. Yeah. Uh, well, makes sense. Uh, the blue, green, dark hue. Yeah, that makes sense. The lighting's the same. I can yeah. tell. And also, yeah. they're like, they're like, <laughs> convoy looks like the Batmobile. Yo, you're uh, right. Yeah. Their, their, car, their vehicle that they have, it looks like the Batmobile, for, like, I, straight up. I would agree with that. So, like, do we have any sympathy at all for the Xenomorphs? Because, like, you know, they're just they they're here. They've been here for 57 years. They're doing their thing. You know, like they took over a native species and claimed the land as their own, and now this is our land, and who cares about the native species? Right. And like they're just hanging out, and then all of a sudden, this other like race shows up and starts killing their babies. Like, are we like are we are we mad that they're fighting back now? They were designed to kill humans. Yeah. <laughs> so were the Indians. Yeah. So were the Indians designed. Yeah. <laughs> Good. What? <laughs> I just, just picture you. I just picture you with your tin foil hat just now. <laughs> I'm comparing this. I'm comparing this to. Never mind. I don't care. <laughs> no, Human, I humanize know. the goons. Yes. Humanize the goons. Like xenomorphs are just hanging out. They just want to be friends. They're having cigarettes. They're smoking. No, you're right. They're hanging with their friends. They're just you know like they're having, at the bar. They're fucking having the bar. Yeah, they're, they're fucking a lot. They're fucking a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. There's, like a sec, there's a sex room later. And in this do you movie. think it's like yes? Do you think it's <laughs> There is. Do, do you think they just they all have the one mom and they all have the same wife because and it's their mom as well? I, I do. I think the mom is also the the wife. Okay. And so, and, but they never so get they married. So like it's they, like a bees situation. That's yeah. like their job. I, Queen bee. I, I, yes. I assume is that like they they she borns them. She borns them. And yeah. they, Jason Bourne. They go out and they do they do killing and they smoke and they have a good time. <laughs> right. You know, they don't fuck each other, but then they have like scheduled times where they go into mom's to house. sex room. Yep. 
and mm. and fuck mom for more. She's in the sex swing, and they're just like, okay, here we go. We got to get more. Yeah, it's true. So her husbands are her kids. Yeah, <laughs> probably. So we're breaking that down. You think? Do you think they have like? They have like rough days at the office or something. Keep in mind, there's no humans coming around <laughs> or anything. It's just it's like a slow day. It's, it's a just, slow day. It's a slow day here at, here at the. Uh, I don't know what do aliens do. It's <laughs> alien factory at the body slime factory. There it is. You know what I mean. So at the lube factory, they just all work at a lube factory. Yep. <laughs> that work was rough today. God, I know it's a slippery slope, ain't it? Just an alien joke there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> shit, my alarm just went off. I got to go fuck mom. <laughs> later, uh, later, Troy. Oh shit, mom's calling me. Oh, oh, I'm late. Well, maybe she's late. She's I don't late. know. I'll go find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out. I do this many times. There, there are many movie podcasts that have uh, have dissected the movie Aliens, and none of them have talked about this. And that's why you guys like us so yeah. much. <laughs> do you think? Do you think one of or them hate like, us? I don't know. I don't know. One of them. One of them ends up just coming home. Who's like new or something? It's like, honey, I'm home. It's like, boy, you would not believe the day I had today. It's like. <gasps> Ricky, what are you doing? In a- <laughs> you're my, you're my, my dad and my brother. And my, I don't even know. You told me you were scheduled tomorrow. My cousin's brother is sleeping with my mom, who's also my wife. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Jerry Springer after this. <laughs> oh my God. We'll be right back with more Slime Factory. Zeno Springer. <laughs> Let's get, let's, get, let's get serious here. So anyway, the the score of this movie. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> no, the score of this movie really does like. No, okay, so you don't see in 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 fact in the um, in the director's cut, you don't see an actual alien until maybe seventy minutes into this movie. Yeah, seventy five minutes in this movie. Holy um, crap! But the tension is there, and I think a lot of that does have to do with a few things: the score. The score is very understated, but like it's kind of just building up as we go. And also that stupid, yes, that stupid thing they have that shows if, if motions happen. It is very, Ugh. very. It, it's such a good device to have this in this movie. It 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 is all of the tension for me. Yep. Like that is because like a lot of the time when they look at it, they're like something big's coming. There's a lot of them too. There's something big's coming for us. And the music kind of drops out at that point, you know, and it's just going, it just keeps getting closer. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Picking just up that, speed or it's whatever. A pulse. Too, it's or, a beat. You Sean, know? we're going to a haunted house tomorrow. I would rather be, I would rather be going, uh oh, uh oh, and somebody jumps out and scares me than be holding a device that goes, okay, Sean, something's coming at us, but we're not going to see it for about 10 seconds. Right. Now nine seconds, now eight seconds. I would rather just have them jump out and get me. Yeah. That as far as anxiety goes, I guess. Right. No, like I said, it's, 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 the the most tension building about the like this is what I remembered most about this movie rewatching it was how I felt while watching these scenes as a kid I'm like well what is it like how, like what's going on you know what is it um, I think it's brilliant it's such a it's such a good uh, plot device for this film I love it a lot when they find the lady the lady of the wall with the the little you know baby alien dick in it in her or whatever. That thing that pops out. Yeah, it's a baby alien. It, yeah. Baby alien. Yeah, it's pretty phallic. Uh it's that that whole like when they when her eyes pop, pop open, I knew it was worst. coming. Everyone it's the worst. knows it's it was happen. still the worst. Yes. Dude. And and it's just and then for it to for it to just be like kill me. And that's the first thing that she says that's gotta be bad. It's yeah. just 
I don't want to Not be. even like, let's see if you can save me. It's just like, kill me. Like, no, there's no hope if I'm alive. Do it right now. There is a point where it doesn't matter how hardcore Marine you are. You literally say, you literally say, cool, I'm out, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you took my gun away and... uh uh, and then I just saw that wall art that talked to me. I'm out. Well, see, that's I'm the out. thing too. Gorman's calling the shots, and he tells the commander, the the team leader, uh, to disarm everybody. But right. the team leader doesn't tell him why. Yes, like Gorman it, knows they why. They could have just said why. Yeah, because there's like active explosions that could happen if they fire these incendiary rounds. Nuclear explosions. Yeah, they could end the entire planet that they're on. But he doesn't tell the team why. Bad move. Mm-mm. I mean, it doesn't end up mattering at well, all. It but, does, but I think it does. I think that is the act that that, that, that starts the, the nuclear explosion. Okay, I th- I'm pretty sure because I, I think if I get this correct, like they shot rounds into like the piping system, mm. which then because as the movie goes on, those pipes get redder and redder. You ever oh, notice that? Like they're uh. like bright red because they're heating up and the coolant and stuff. So I think that I, I had the same reaction when I was trying to be critical here. I was thinking that, oh, like, don't shoot it because something bad will happen. Shoots it. Nothing bad happens. But I think I think they are trying to imply that this scene did cause the damage. Okay, cool. I, I like that. Yeah. For, for when they look out the window or whatever. Or just, just for them to, for she's like, you know, don't don't fire weapons in that room. But then they actually do, right? And I think this causes the chain reaction that eventually okay. creates the explosion. Gotcha. Speaking of Gorman, too, I also I hate like this is I can probably get like this sometimes too, but like in a, in a heightened situation where things are just going wrong and you like thought you planned this all through, you know, and just to like kind of go silent when. When something like when something goes wrong, oh, yeah. you know, and like, but you're the commander. You're supposed to be at, like being asked questions and supposed to respond, you know. Yeah. And he's not responding at all, and Ripley just kind of takes over. I hate that so much. I'm sure everyone can get like that, you know. But like having the sh- the headstrongness of like Hicks, I, I I assume to have the uh, wherewithal to know that Ripley knows what the hell's going on. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you got to get out of there. Like this is like they are. They are not to be fucked with. They have acid blood. If you even try to kill them, they try and kill you back even in death. <laughs> oh, no. They, they try to kill you back when you try to kill them. Yeah. Even That's without even trying. to fuck with. No, not at all. But I love how she takes command of this. And it is, it's, it, speaking of Sigourney Weaver, she was nominated for best actress in this movie. She should have fucking won this. This is honestly, I'm going to say, Probably the best female performance of all time. Maybe the best performance of all time. Like I, strong woman role kind of a thing, or just I of would, all time. I would even say the strong. Like there's there's the hero in movies, yeah. you know, and there you are. They are usually uh, men, but in this case, yes, she is a woman. I I think she supersedes that and just becomes the best hero in a movie that I have ever seen. Uh, straight up, I, I think I think it is. She's the most layered. She's not only strong she's a mother in this movie yep uh she's uh very commanding she's very forthless she knows she knows what's going on she's very smart she's very clever mm-hmm. it's loves every cats. every loves, loves cats, cats great trait everything you want in a in a, a hero right she embodies yeah and it's i don't know if there's yeah. any better character out there i like i'm very serious no, i really I think don't you're right man 
I, I, I wholeheartedly agree, and I also love that they didn't fall into the trope of all of a sudden she's a badass. Right. It, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? She's out of necessity. She's a badass. Yeah. It's it. it she, she. She. We. We get to see kind of how she figure, learned more about guns and like the weapons they have of today or whatnot, right? And um, and that she had to take command because she is the person who kind of knows. And uh, I just like that it, it didn't fall into the trope that. She is all of a sudden badass. Cue up badassery music and a montage of arming up. You know, yeah. we got an arm up, but it was the coolest way to do it just taping two guns together. Right. So. Well, you know, if we're talking about like amazing acting performance by a woman, we can also talk about a terrible acting performance as a woman. I'd Newt, what the fuck is Newt? What, what is the whole <laughs> I, point of what the like... whole point? What is the point of her being there? And like, just some of the fucking hilarious, like when she says, "They, it's getting dark. They, they mostly come at night. Mostly, mostly. I do like that what? line. No I think that's my, one of my favorite lines because it comes, it comes right after one of the other best lines. And we're <laughs> yeah, <he laughs> says Bill Paxton. There's in like 20 seconds there. There's two yeah. of the funniest lines ever. <laughs> Game over, Game man. Over, man. Game, Game over, man. Game over. His voice crack is amazing. But she's also like, "It's gonna get dark soon." I was like, "Well, then, what do you call this? Because it's dark. Yeah. It's pretty fucking dark. <laughs> it's already pretty freaking dark, bro. Mostly dark. Daylight. Yeah. Daylight is is mid daylight. Daylight is dusk, like on Earth. I've never been to Earth, but yeah, it's daylight, kind of like on in on Earth. Mostly dead. How can it be mostly dead? Like it's like how can it be mostly dark? Like how can it be and how do they mostly come? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Because sometimes they. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! With the mom and everything. <laughs> Long day at the office. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Wait, wait, wait! All right. So, scene four: the group barricades themselves into a safe space to figure out what to do. Bishop volunteers to travel to the colony transmitter and remotely pilot the Salako's remaining dropship to the surface. After falling asleep in the medical laboratory, Ripley and Newt awaken to find themselves trapped with the two released faced huggers, but are rescued just in time. The aliens attack again, killing Burke, Gorman, and Vasquez. Newt is captured by an alien. What's are we? Are we sure? Like, if I was going to get attacked. By one of these aliens. At this point, we've seen three, like the stages, apparently, like the of of growth of alien, roughly, yeah, roughly ish, um, something like that. Uh, well, I guess a few, but face hugger or xenomorph, like full full bore, like xenomorph. I'll take the xenomorph. I don't want those yeah. face huggers around me at all. Those things are the worst. They're, they're, they're smaller of, and slipperier. And the fear of like something inside of you too, like something being like having eggs in you. Yeah, like, I don't know how women do it. Like that's just a weird thing. Well, and and these things have a, a vagina that inserts to you. That's true. Like yeah. <laughs> those <laughs> things. Did you see that thing in the tube? I didn't like it. Like this the is the way it's rubbing up against the. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's like. <laughs> Very tremors are yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't was. <laughs> I was not a fan. This, it's like it's like in Russia, vagina fucks you. You know, it's just like I don't know. It's no, like, no, don't say it under your breath. Say it. What are you doing? Uh, you, you get it. You get it. You could have had this. I, I would have been pull it away from him. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. I said it under your breath. Be I know, confident with I, it, man. I didn't commit, but it's just commit to the bit. <laughs> it's true. 
Dude, there was a <laughs> sick director's cut scene here, though, that that did not make it into the original movie where they're barricaded in there. They set up these two dope ass ma- machine remote machine guns in a hallway in a Sentry tunnel. Guns. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Ooh. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Yes. Was that in the real movie? No, no, no. no okay, no. yeah. And it's down this long tunnel because they're like, they're going to attack us from this right. tunnel. We can remotely fire these. It's such an awesome scene where these guns are going and they're starting to overheat and they're running out of bullets. They're like, yeah. we're not going to be able to stop them. And they end like they both overheat with like 10 bullets left in them and the, the xenomorphs have retreated. Tension building as fuck. Yeah. It is awesome. I mean, wow. even like the deleted scenes in this with with the director's cut and everything the 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 amount of like turmoil that we like discussed in the beginning of this episode of that James uh and all the producers went through is just insane like we I don't know if you guys know but if you like if you've ever done anything on video or like tried to write something and then film it it doesn't work half the time ever. Like it doesn't work out the way you want it to. It never works out. The never way works out the way you want it to. And you take the best thing that you can get with making a film like this. And as good as it is, I can't even imagine like even like the deleted scenes being that good and being that tension filled. You know, and adding so much more the, to the, the movie. Usually, yeah. when you you're like, cool. Do, remember when DVDs came out? And you'd be like, oh, deleted scenes, yeah. and you go. Yeah, I don't really like these. I can right. see why they didn't make it in the yeah. movie. These were like, why are they not in the movie? They're so good. Yeah. I mean, the the story, it it adds so much to the story, and I just can't believe, like, with a movie like this, that it was even done. Like, yeah. the, it all all signs should have pointed to this movie being a da- disaster, and it's not because of James Cameron, yep. the cast, Sigourney Weaver uh, in particular, and Gail Ann Hurd. And it's, it's incredible. Despite the British crew. All their tea breaks involved. Yeah. yeah, we made it past that. I bet those deleted scenes. If you if you watch those <laughs> deleted scenes, you, if you panned over to the right or left, there's just like people sitting in chairs. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> I hope the scene turns out good. Oh, well, well, they had to they had to cut it because there was too much audio and noise in the back of. <laughs> <laughs> Cheerio. Oh, delicious tea. Uh, <laughs> I, I like milk in I my like, tea. That's ooh. how we do it. Three lumps, please. God, oh, I do. hear there's a character called the Queen in this movie. <laughs> we do have fans in England. I'm so sorry. We I know. Actually, I will talk to you about your English Premier League soccer all day long. I love you. Don't be mad at us. <laughs> you made great punk music, too. So <laughs> there, There's also, speaking of uh, just like turmoil and just gross anxiety, is Bishop crawling down that pipe? Oh, I oh, wanted yeah. to talk about this, man. And I Man. I love it so much, and I love this again adds to his performance as uh, an android or what yeah. what have you. And his he's just I'll do it, I'll do it. I mean I'm not I'm I'm not stupid, but I mean I I don't yeah. I don't want to go down there. But I I'm, I'm the programmed one who, to help. I have to keep you alive, and this is the only way. So I'm, I'll do it. I'm the one I'm the one who knows how to remote pilot that thing. So who else is going to do it? It's just like, and I like that because it it shows. It shows a non-human idea of um, what is that? Just reason of just like, well, no, I just I'm the one who has to do it. But I love the little scene when he's getting into that tube, Shawshank style. Oh, yeah, and that shot is completely uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, when it, when it's, it's him crawling, yeah, just do, do, and he's got do, how do, how many miles to go? Well, you see that little light at yeah. the end. You're like, well, well they, first of all, why is there a light at the end? If it's dark outside, yeah, no kidding. So I'll throw that out there. Good well, point. you know, there's like a bunch of flashing lights. No, no, all yeah, over the no, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I love it. I love it when uh, he's got his like 
hands him like the suitcase or something. And then I think it's like Vasquez like, hands him the or somebody hands him of the pistol. And oh, yeah. he like he like takes it. He's like, I don't need that. What the hell is that going to do for me? Yeah. Like it's not going to do a damn thing for me. If I get caught by these xenomorphs, I'm done. Like, and supposedly there was supposed to be a scene where one was going to find him in there, and there was going to be a tense scene. But mm. I don't even think they filmed that. I think that was just meant to be a part of the plot where he kind of escaped a xenomorph being inside of that tunnel, which would have been even worse terrifying. But yeah. I think like, yeah. like a, like a face hugger got into the tube. Or, and or like they were like, like they knew him. he was in there and they were like trying to get, get uh, him through the pipe or something. Well, I was wondering yeah. why she sealed it back up when he got right. in there. And I'm, yeah. I guess there's an opening, but still it's just, yeah, I guess that might be why. And I, I also thought about this too, is maybe he didn't need the need or want the gun if he's got his knife. And I'm sad that we never got a, a shot of him using a knife other than yeah, to play the fingers game. <laughs> play the fingers game on that on the damn heart of that goddamn alien. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wish we would have gotten a scene of him utilizing his knife skills. That would have been fun. Like, just even if it was just the obvious of, like, throwing a knife into a face hugger yeah. that was trying to get him, that was building a lot of tension or something. But uh, But then again, that's all I really wanted. Just for us to see a little bit more of his like expertise as that android person, I guess. If I'm being super picky. Speaking of tension, this whole damn scene when uh, they go to sleep, um, uh, Ripley and Newt, I just the the entire scene is probably the most. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but the most tension filled that I've felt being trapped in that room. Yeah, I, but like before. Uh, they go to sleep. Um, she's she's like tucking her in and everything, and she's like, uh, "Yeah, you're gonna have some dreams." Like, well, I have really bad dreams. Like, you know, well, your doll will have some dreams. Your doll, your doll, like she might share your dreams. Like, it's a headless fucking doll. Are you <laughs> insane? I'm not sure if I feel safe with you right now. To be honest, she she literally just basically was like, "Ripley, <sighs> I need like, you to." It's a fucking doll. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've been here for 57 years waiting for you. And now you want to talk about my doll head? It yeah, doesn't even like, have a body? I'll be here when you wake up. Uh, you Cross your heart, hope to die. Cross my heart, hope to Let's just skip that. Why do we say that? that? Let's just skip the hope to die. Because <laughs> we're in a very si- serious situation where we could die. Let's just skip over that. <laughs> also, cross my heart. It's very emo. We're trying to be, you know. Yeah. Mm, this you this know. is more. This is more industrial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is more industrial music. Hashtag glow sticks. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> was this scene in the, in the regular cut? Because now I'm having major trouble distinctive between the two. But um, uh, Burke, there's a scene where Burke actually like we we know that Burke did this. Which is kind of weird yeah. to think that he did he like transport them in there and how did he do that anyway or or he just knew they were already in there but he turns the TV off mm-hmm. right. is that in the regular yeah. cut okay yes. cool I, I couldn't remember if that was a director's cut but that is that is cold hearted like that's Fucking when you know slimy. wow man like it's it's enough to know that you did it but then to be like. <laughs> we're gonna turn this off because yeah. it's about ready to go down. That's tough. And in front of everybody too. Like they were, yeah. they could have just glanced over while he did that. Yeah. But uh, like he just got them when they were looking away. And I, it's just another, like like I say, testament to Paul Reiser's performance in this. There could have easily been the devious look, the the building, uh, you know, tones behind <laughs> behind the the look. <laughs> it's like no we didn't do that 
that's not his character. He's trying to do this, and he has his own agenda. And the fact that he he could that his performance just allowed him to do that. It's the coldness of it. It's the cold, like not even no, no reaction. It's not even devious. It's, yeah. It's it's sick. It's just out of pure uh, self improvement. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's very terrifying. Uh, f- for for what he's doing, the way that the canisters are tipped over, just kind of rolling, oh, is yeah. so creepy. You know, because you know what's gonna happen, like, and that thing just pops out, traps it under the bed. Um, when she eventually like tosses it away from her, mm-hmm. the way that it just like immediately gets up, yes, is so terrifying Ugh. and just scurrying over to her. Like the effects in this are so good. What do you got? Let's talk about that a little bit. What do you guys think about like the the xenomorphs in general being on camera, being real in camera, and as well as the puppets of the uh, face grabbers? I think it's solid. Yeah, to be honest, I, I'm like I, I'm kind of I I had no problems watching it now, like today. Um, I didn't have an option to watch it in standard definition. Watching it in HD, I thought it sounded great, as good as that right there. I thought it, I thought it, I thought it looked really, really, really good. I believed it. I think some of the xenomorph stuff maybe was more like bodysuit style to me, but I didn't care. I didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, 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 this, this is fine. Like the, everything is fine. The way they did it, it's not one of those movies where you go, well, back then it was, it was this, but now it's like, uh, you know, I, I just think it was very well done. All those effects. I just enjoyed watching it. It's the way that it should be, to be honest. Like the, like don't CGI. Yeah, no. these things like they are make it timeless. <laughs> make it time. Like be creative with your fucking lighting yeah, for crying fine. out loud. You know, or wait seventy minutes before they're on the screen. There you like, go. They yeah, go, just show them right away. Yeah, the, if you've seen the original Alien, you know what they look like. But do you know what a, like a horde of them looks like? No, right. you don't. Like that's the creepy part. That's that's the and, and and that I think is there's there's the scariness of the silent killer assassin, yeah. which I believe is more of the first one, right? Is that, is that I mean, right? yeah, I, I think I think they are this too, but as a group more. But, you but know? this, they're a horde. Yeah, and that's the other. But they end. are still trying to like creep like in the vents and shit. But of yeah, course, you're right. You're but right. there's there's a thousand of them or yeah. however many, right? Instead of just one that you don't know and that you can't keep track of, or right. you know, I'm glad that it's a different type of tension and scariness rather than what the first one yeah. must have been. Mm-hmm. Final scene, Ripley descends into the processing station hive alone to rescue her. She finds Newt, and during their escape, they encounter the queen alien. Ripley uses her weapons to destroy the eggs. Pursued by the enraged queen, Ripley and Newt join Bishop and Hicks on the dropship and escape moments before the station explodes. Aboard the Sulaco, the group is ambushed by the queen who stowed away in the dropship's landing gear. Ripley fights the creature and expels it through an airlock into space. Ripley, Newt, Hicks, and Bishop enter hypersleep for their 50 57 year return trip to Earth. I just I added that at the last second. Okay. <laughs> um, so my issue here is that the, the actually these final scenes are where I where I do I like the movie the most, and I also don't like the movie the most. This oh. whole final stuff. Some of this is a little contradictory, like the Marines. I was thinking about this on the drive over. The Marine Ripley's like, we can't go back for your stupid Marine friends who you've known for 15 years and have spent your entire life with. They're dead. We can't go back for them. We're assuming they're dead. Right. There's a little girl who I've known for 24 hours um, who we have to go back for. Not even 24 hours. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> I know it's a kid, but it's also yeah. like, Eh, she'll be fine. She already survived the last couple of years. Yeah. She'll figure it out. Or more likely, she's probably already dead. 
Yeah. Just get the fuck <laughs> well, off. And like, I don't, I mean, I do, I guess I do understand, but like they capture her. It, like, I, and one thing that I question, and I don't think it's a flaw for me, but I did question it, whereas like, what do they, who do they take and who do they just like kill off? Mm-hmm. You know, like they take the, the young girl to, uh, Face hug, yeah, like lay you know? eggs in or something. Yeah, you or... know, I, 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 you know, I, yeah, struggle saying that. But um, like, does it matter to them? Like, do why do they choose a little girl over like a, a hardened military man or something like that? Right. You know, like it doesn't doesn't quite make sense. Correct. Yeah, but only for the movie's plot. Well, we need it because if this, if this, if they just left, right, and let the thing nuke, like yeah. we don't have that final standoff. I do have to say though, in that in that aspect, where sh- they're trying to come up with the plan of what to do, Ripley was like, "I wish you just nuke the entire planet. Like that's what we should do." <laughs> yep. And then Hicks eventually is just like, "Yeah, I think we should nuke the entire planet." I just like how he's just like, "Yeah, yeah. ideas, man." I thought about it for a second. Yep, I think yeah. we're in. <laughs> I like that I a think lot. We should do it. <laughs> it's it's just another point of admiration, one hundred percent. I I keep going back to why is Newt there, and it's literally just a lazy plot device. I can't get over it right now. It, I'm sorry. It is. I, I get it. I think about it from the 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 mother perspective yeah. is a big deal. I think this is a really big deal of yeah. her that the power that women can have. I've I've watched it with my wife, like. The, the insane transformation that happens to a woman when when they have a child mm. like they, they're I think they're playing on that but you're right like they could have very easily it could have been Hicks down there or something or it could have been her getting mistakenly left and them coming to rescue her we didn't really need Newt here I just it is a good and also a terrible name yeah <laughs> it, it is a is it a good it is a good metaphor because there is the queen eventually we do see and like you said, do we not have a little bit of sympathy for the aliens? You know, like and she's got. She literally s- just went in and killed killed all of her kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like she goes in and kills all of her kids. Like, I think that is. We'll, we'll get to that scene, but Wait, well, hold on. Yeah, okay, we'll get there. I, yeah. I don't even. Let's I do there. want. I do want to make one weird comparison. If you guys remember the Ninja Turtles NES game. <laughs> like that, not yeah. the arcade style one, but the one, the other one. Yeah. There's this notorious level of sw- there's a swimming level where you're swimming, and there's these laser beams that turn off and on. I just saw that in my head of when that um, drop ships flying in, and they're they're trying to land. Yeah. There's just lightning. It would go lightning, and then it would stop, and they'd fly past it. <laughs> like, that's the Ninja Turtle <laughs> swimming level. Yeah, it's yeah. happening right now. You're 100 right. <laughs> I wish I knew which one happened first, because I mean, somebody stole something from somebody. Yeah, they definitely turned that into uh, in uh, a Super Nintendo side scroller. That's yes. for sure. Yes. Yeah, I we think didn't so. talk about it too much, but Burke meets his end um, satisfyingly, but not too satisfyingly. I wish we could have seen like a more violent end to this piece of shit. You know, you're it, right. Like, that would have been a lot more. He just opens the door, and then there is a alien there, which happens a couple times. It is like a a kind of a. <sighs> Like they do it like twice. It is a device they use where it's just like, yeah, that that character's gone now, and we just mm. don't see it. Right. Um, I wish we could have seen him get a little bit more mangled. Yeah. Just because he is like the the shithead of the story. I agree. You always want like y- you. <laughs> it's the weird, twisted kind of way. It's like, no, I need to see this mofo die. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I need I need to see this guy get offed. Like, and and it's it's unfortunate every time that we don't get that payoff. You know, you don't get that money shot of that dude just getting his head taken off by by the, by a tail or getting impaled 
by the mouth inside the mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like uh, that. We needed that. Yeah. That's for sure. That's what we needed. We the needed. reveal of the when she is in the den and the reveal of the queen. <sighs> when everything just goes like everything just shuts off the noise and you're like, No oh, noise, fuck. no music, no nothing. And she just she just looks up and sees this giant fucking alien mm. xenomorph. Cool ass name. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call them in the beginning? Viper crawlers. Viper bro. Way, crawlers. way better. Bro. Viper crawlers. That's a, that's a biker gang. Come on. <laughs> Hell's Angels. <laughs> um, even better than that, though, I, I she comes alive and the head kind of sticks out. Ugh. She sees, or like, there's like this kind of an unspoken tension between them. Yep. Like, I got my kid and here's all your kids. I have this flamethrower. Here's what it can do. I she love shows it. you what it can do. You don't need to speak the same language. Yeah, mm. exactly. Like, it's a, it's a motherly thing. It's a mother connection they're having, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fire and hurts in all languages. Exactly. <laughs> yes. yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. But Burns I, in all dialects. I do love, I do love also when the egg opens up and her look. Is the best fucking look. This is why she needs she needed an Oscar yeah. for this movie. That oh, look hell alone. No. <laughs> it was well, she's just like you you broke my trust. Now you now look what you made me do. You know, yeah. it's so good. I love I know I hundred percent agree with you, but I also wonder like she's not controlling these eggs to open up. So I, I the, in my opinion, like the, the mother queen alien's not controlling that egg. It opened up, and she can be like, "No egg, hey alien, come well, back yeah, here. We've got a truth." Because like she, in theory, she didn't have to do this. She could have backed out, right? Gotten in an elevator, gone up, gotten on the dropship, and left. And the alien would be like, "Ha ha, fooled them. I got all these aliens ready to," and then nuke would explode <laughs> and they would have been fine. We wouldn't have had any of this tension, but well, she had to go and burn the eggs. We could have gotten a. a a chase scene out of it, you know, if she hadn't done the the scorching of the earth, I, like makes for I, a better movie. I did have I did have that moment of like, oh, <laughs> poor little guys. Like, I kind of had that. You're not, you're not born evil. You're taught evil. Yeah, so they had a chance. Yeah, maybe they had a chance. You know, <laughs> maybe one of them could have been a you know kind of a nice pet. That's right. Maybe one of them was nice. Maybe one of them was the hero. Of another like alien story, like an outcast story. Well, we and didn't if, get if, it. If the xenomorphs are, are showing this on film, like yeah. you know, this is the second the second one where the the evil actually does bad, and now they'll have a third one where we get our revenge. You know, right. so that could have been the star of it. Yeah, could have been Luke Skywalker. Although I am, I am thinking now, if you did have one of those as a pet, like it would probably re- it would probably require being stroked off a lot. That's weird because it's trying to get rid of like its eggs or like its implantation of the alien. <laughs> All the time, so you have to like stroke it off and like let it get it out. Wait, what? It wait for which part? For the like the <laughs> little ahead. crawlers, the face huggers. Yeah, you probably have to if you kept one as a pet. Oh, okay. Like, and you coaxed it into being a good guy. You probably, you probably have to stroke it off to get the egg out a little uh, here. And there. I see. So, so they have to they have to shoot their eggs out. Yeah, like you to could live. you could temp you could you know temper the the beast into so are not you, face hugging anybody anymore. are you talking about red rocketing a face hugger <laughs> yes <laughs> is that what we're gonna talk this about where, yes yes <laughs> yes that's where i'm going with this <laughs> very uh wow. very intense wow i'm just asking the, the real questions <laughs> you're right <laughs> we get deep down we ask the real questions <laughs> so do the face huggers they yeah. get deep down <laughs> deep right in that throat I loved. I laughed so hard last night. It might have been that I was a couple of whiskeys deep, but but picturing picturing the queen getting in the elevator and listening to elevator music. <laughs> Just being like, being like. <laughs> 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 
like there's explosions going on around, and the and he's just going. God, these elevators take forever. There's a xenomorph bellhop. It's like going up. Oh. Like, listen, like reading a magazine. Oh, Farrakhan's on the cover of People again. It, that's cool. It's quite possibly one of the funniest like visions I've had in my head is of the queen <laughs> sitting there with the fucking <laughs> queen. Queen gets on the thing. and then it opens. It's like ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, she gets on. Oh Xavier, how's, how's it going? Uh, queen, having a good day? Uh huh. Not, <laughs> Not a very good day. Not a good day thus far. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I don't see you out of the cave much often. <laughs> no. Nope. Guess you could say it's been a little heated in here. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Kids are acting up. That bitch, that bitch woman across the universe is acting up again. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I was talking about this on Back to the Future about how many movies will be like, it's a 10 second countdown and it takes. Four I knew minutes. you were going to do this. Yeah. And we're at Back to the Future. I was super proud of them for like the one minute was 121, uh, was a minute and 21 seconds. The, the four minutes was five minutes. Like, that's pretty good. This was 15 minutes to the second. Wow. From when that thing goes, you have 15 minutes to get to a safe distance. From when the from when it says that to when they it blows up, it is 15 minutes. Wow. That's incredible. It's incredible. That is such an amazing thing. That's that, great that editing. They, yes, amazing <laughs> that they. Yes, yeah, so I feel like they never set a, a time, and then they edited the whole thing. They go, "That's 15 yeah, minutes. that's true." So now we'll overdub it. I was gonna say, who if, cares though? If they did it in the movie first, like the editor's like, no, oh, it has geez, to be 15 minutes. <laughs> okay, so I gotta cut this second out of this. Uh, you know, I gotta cut. This little bit out of this, just just no. to make it perfect. <laughs> no, I, I gotta got to cut the elevator scene. Up. I got it to I got it to fifteen. I got it to fifteen oh seven. Is that close enough? Nope, absolutely not. Actually, you're fired. You're fucking fired. You're fired. I'm gonna have somebody else come in and do this. Okay, um, that's fine. Seven seconds. You mean I got to cut more of the elevator? You mean I got to cut more of this? It's my mean, favorite part with the bellhop scene. Damn it, <laughs> Xander the bellhop. All the all the xenomorphs have have uh, names that start with X. I just can't, I just decided that by the way. Xavier, well, Xander, 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 Xavier, Xylophone, Zykel, Zykel, John, John, ZJ, Zrag. Why does an X have start with a Z? Yeah, I don't know. Like, why is it? Why is why it that Z way? sound? <laughs> Zach, but with Zach. an X. <laughs> We're fucking good at this. Uh, the, the the kill, the kill when they get back aboard that ship. Yeah, when that thing comes out of nowhere, and he gets ripped apart. The amount of milk that comes oh, out of him, dude. My God, he needs some milk. That is just an, that is the uh, one of the best on screen. I mean, you call it a kill. He doesn't die, but yeah. like he, a human would have died. Like that, that is that is just like unbelievable when yeah. you still see that every time you watch that. Yeah, it's like because you almost forget it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. It's I like that he's he's like uh, he's like Alfredo sauce where we we would be marinara. <laughs> you know, uh, it just looks like Alfredo just pasta. Whatever you just, prefer. Yeah, on your uh, on your uh, pasta uh, at Olive Garden. Apparently, the queen likes a white sauce. Uh, <laughs> and this is like the most mega fucking mom. Like, have you ever seen like TikTok videos where like two soccer moms are fighting each other and pulling hair? Oh yeah. Like this is the <laughs> ultimate mom fight. Really, we've got we've got Ripley protecting her kid. 
We've got we've got the queen protecting her kids. Two moms going nuts. You do not get in the middle of that. And our boy uh, figured that out. Yeah. He got in the middle of that. Shouldn't have. Shouldn't get have away that. from her, you bitch. <laughs> you got That's a bunch such of a cool line. You got a xenomorph horde literally waiting in the wings, getting turned on by by this. Just be like, oh yeah. Is, is anybody else? Get, is this working for anybody else? That's super hot. Zyle, Xander, Zyle, get in here. Zyle, get in here. <laughs> Zonathan, come in here. Zonathan. <laughs> Guys. Mom, I told you to call me Zon. <laughs> Zon. Zonny. Uh, Humanizing the goods is what we do here, everyone. Yeah, it's just like, Xavier, is this working for you too, man? This is pretty hot. Just like chick fight, bro. Chick fight. This is great. Let's just sit back, dude. This is pretty good. I don't know. I'm not gonna jump in the between this. Uh, I don't know. I think this is pretty. I think it's or working. do I? Or, huh? or do I? I better time it right there, Xander. Zon, you Zonathan. ready? <laughs> this, but I, but I will tell you the only reason that's that's I love sci-fi. I really do. Sci-fi. <laughs> Sean's going to talk with a permanent X. <laughs> we call it an X lisp. Uh, he's going to talk like that forever. Everywhere he's going to be like, Zai. <laughs> you know that just came right off of his dome, and that's why you get the belt. <laughs> it wasn't in his notes. He didn't know we were going to go down no, this road. He no, just came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, at some point we're going to talk about xenomorphs. Cross that off. No, the the two the two biggest issues I have with this movie and with most sci-fi is sometimes the the push at the end to just make this a movie. Like, cool, we resolved. I am not a fan of the airlock, like of an airlock opening in space and everyone being fine and her being able to like how heavy is yeah. the queen xenomorph being able to hold onto her leg and yeah. not and like she ripped I, a robot apart. Yeah, a robot. Yeah, right. I'm not a fan of that and I really really hate and I'm sorry to say this. I just like laughed out loud when she goes, "Mommy!" and like she just decides uh, to call her "Mommy" <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, like f- no, no. Why do we have to do that? You know, I don't like that ending. I, 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 I will agree with that. Actually, I didn't think much of it, um, but I, I will agree with you. Another thing, she and forgot it, all about her own mom. That it, yeah, died maybe a couple months ago. Yeah, exactly. This wasn't fifty-seven years ago. <laughs> no, this was like a month and a half ago. Um, I, I, one, one thing that kind of bothered me for, for no reason other than the fact of like, yeah, they were just trying to make it a little bit more dramatic is she opens the airlock on the, on the ladder, but then has to climb up to close it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was like, are they really going to separate those two buttons? No, that's you know? just, it's safety. It's OSHA. Uh, say, you got to have say, two people op- operating the airlock. It's, it's got to like, be 20 feet away from the airlock itself. It's like the two keys situation. They can't be yeah, within exactly arms, arms with. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And you got to be real freaking sure to open that lock because we're going to put it in the freaking tube of the yes. airlock. Uh, so we just want you to want you to know what you're getting yourself into. It is. A, it is a little not. I don't want to say hack. It's not that at all. It's. It's it's um repeating the the first film. Mm, that's that's right. pretty much if spoiler alert, it's pretty much how the first film ends. Wow, dude. As thanks. well. And it's also like another false ending <laughs> as, well, as just as just as much as this has. Yep. Like there's the kind of ah. ending, but then the, oh no, there's the queen, you know, and then the first one's like, oh no, but it's on the ship with her. 
Um, it does kind of the same thing, and I appreciate that they're kind of hearkening back to the original in that mm. aspect. But the way that it's done, I do agree. Uh, I think it earns like that relationship between Ripley and New. I th- that is earned for me. But the the mommy line is a little cheesy. It's sort of. I like, agree. It's sort of like you know you meet the you meet the girl of your dreams and you hang out one night and then you're like, have a good night. I love you. Oh fuck! Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! I said I love you. She's got to wait to call her mommy for at least another couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I do agree. It is. It's, it's cheesy just for the ending's sake. Yeah, and yeah, we get we get them cuddling and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, no, me too. This is this is great. Cool. Well, I'll see you later. Yeah, I love you. Oh, oh wait, uh, I, sounds good, mommy. Oh, I love. I, I want love. you inside me. <gasps> what? I said uh, I want to be in you. <laughs> ah. Something I heard ah. Zyle say. Zyle. <laughs> well, you boys got anything left on this? Should we give it our I modern be day? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have thought aliens would have taken us this far off the fucking rails. And I love it. And I'm fucking here for it. I hope you guys are too. If you're still here, you are definitely for it. (laughs) Yes. We have stripped away all the nostalgia. We've looked at it with a modern eye, scene by scene. Now we got to give it a rating. Zine by zine. What do you got? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that like a stupid art form? Anyway. Zines? Zines. Zines. Uh, AJ, what is your modern day rating of this movie? You know what? I actually really enjoyed watching this movie. Um, I catch all the James Cameronisms that go into making this movie, to be honest. And uh, um, Ripley might be... I understand now why she is one of the most badass heroes of all time uh in watching this um there's some flubs there's some faux pas there's some mishaps there you know it's it's it happens there's an an insane supporting cast and i also love that it's an insane supporting cast made up of mostly people that you just recognize a face and not even a name a lot of them and and they all do a phenomenal job and uh on top of that the makeup everything works well the 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 suspense i i think of this movie less as some sort of horror actually i think of it as a great action film that has some gross ass parts true and i but i'm here for it you know and so that being said I'm actually really surprised, um, but I I am going to go ahead and give this an 8.9. Damn, dude. Sean, what about you, man? Uh, agreed on all fronts, as usual, pretty much. Um, I'll start with you next time. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> he says it best anyway. <laughs> he is very well spoken. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, this is, is especially, it's, it's hard for me to do this show and come up with a rating after I've done the research, because... Knowing what went into the production usually kind of influences my thoughts on it. Yep. Um, but just the movie itself, it is so well acted. The the performances are incredible. James Cameron is an excellent director. Galen Hurd is such a great uh, leader of this whole production. Um, I think it just works on all levels as an action movie, as a horror action movie, as a sequel even. I yeah. think it's probably maybe one of the best sequels uh, ever made. Um, and for for the, all that, I just want to like Ripley is, like I said, probably the best action movie character we've ever gotten. Damn, I think it's kind of incredible. Where she's she's literally she's a commander, she's a leader, she's a badass, she's a mom, and we don't get that 
in even male characters like a fucking John Wick or something. Very I love true. John yeah. Wick, but you don't. It's not even that layered. He's just the guy. He's just out for revenge, you know. Yeah. This is such a layered character, and I think the the movie, uh, it's her movie, and I I agree with AJ. It's an eight point nine. Mm. Damn, eight point nine for you guys. Yeah, you you said it best. I, it's a great movie. It's still it's still not my like ultimate cup of tea. If I want sci fi, like I. I don't want so much just like it's aliens, you know, like I, I kind of want more like fifth element or something like that. Oh, where yeah. It's just like, Ooh, I don't know what's happening. So, mm-hmm. but I still have to give this the, the props is too. So I'm on 8.05. Uh, that <laughs> takes us to, what the fuck? that takes us to an 8.62 for a modern day rating. And that's going to take us pretty high guys. That is uh Slides it into the number nine spot of any movie we've wow. done. Top ten. That is top ten. That is better than The Shining. <sighs> wow. And that is just, just below uh, the Sandlot and the Goonies that are tied at eight point six six. So wow. I think. I mean. I think anytime you're getting into our top ten list, you are. You're a hell of a fucking. So Shining movie. got bumped to ten. Shining is now number ten. Gotcha. Yes. And Stand By Me is now out of the top 10. Oh, my goodness. Which is why we're happy to announce at the end of December we are going to do our episode (laughs) where we all get to go back and look at our ratings and decide if we were wrong about a few things. I know right now I'm redoing Evil Dead. Okay. Um, I was. Um, you gave fucking dude Evil Dead. You gave it a six point nine nine. It should be higher. Well, that was that's on you, man. I know. I know. And, and are no, you going to use, we each get three tokens and you have to put your token in the glass and go, I would like to change this. <laughs> I would like to change this. Vote. You have to, you have to wish his old time. I, I'm going to try and make real tokens for us. <laughs> and they go into a Dude, every, and every time you make, you get a joke belt, you get a token. Yes. Oh. And, and Cedar, we're, you have to and put you can them change someone else's. Glass. You can be like, Mike, you gave that a 10. Nope. We're giving that you a two. You can pump it up one. <laughs> yeah. You can pump it up one. Someone else's. Oh man, dude! No, give, I, giving value to the joke belt is going to elevate this show. <laughs> it's oh, gonna get worse. We're gonna get at each other's throats. <laughs> no, don't give the belt. Don't oh! give the belt. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We were a little off the rails, but that is what you love about us. Thanks for being here. Bunch of great movies coming up next Wednesday. A movie chosen directly by our Patreon members. Hook, hook. All right. Followed by an executive producer pick, American Psycho. I can't wait to revisit that. It's going to be cool, man. And if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year. um, We did I've Never Seen Running Man. Oh. Basically the same movie as Aliens. It's the same thing. It's the same movie. It's pretty much the the same. same. That was a really fun episode. And don't forget that we have a voicemail. Call us at 319-804-9596. Listen to today's caller. Hey, this is Jen. I love the show. I can thank my dear husband for uh, introducing it to me. I have a lot of fun listening to uh, your takes on movies that I have seen and maybe some I haven't seen, some new ones to check out, and maybe some to avoid. Looking at you, (laughs) Three Ninjas. (laughs) Um, I would love to hear your take on... um, Possibly the Treehouse of Horror episodes oh, from The Simpsons. Right There's a lot to choose from, wow. but I kind of have a soft spot for the earlier ones. Totally. Or your take on Labyrinth with our young Jennifer Connelly yeah. and the Codpiece Cod, Cod clad uh, David Bowie. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Again, thank you for all you do. You are super entertaining to listen to. Okay, yeah. bye.
Yeah, the we're we're talking about maybe a mini bite on the Simpsons at some point, which yeah. we would obviously talk Treehouse of Horror. I, that's a must watch for me every Halloween season. Like Treehouse of Horror is small knit, you know, stints of like cool little Halloweeny stuff. I I, lo- I love Treehouse of Horror. I'm down. Like yeah, I I'm down for always. Uh, I was gonna say let's wait till next Halloween to just break down just Treehouse of Horror. We can. We could do that, but also it'd be fun to do uh, whenever we do the Simpsons. Yeah, Thanks man. for calling in, Jen. Yeah. Fun fact about Labyrinth. Uh, it was in David Bowie's contract that uh, David Bowie's unit would actually be billed separately on on the uh, casting. So. There you go. He actually did, like, you You think he would have to like, have a fluffer. Right. No, he just got nope. that large of a dick. Yep, it's just his unit is about fifth down on the bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, make sure you're helping support our podcast. Share our <laughs> podcast around. Check us out on Patreon, yes. patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. Get a bunch of bonus audio. Vote on some episodes. It's one of the best ways you can support the podcast. That's right. Confused Breakfast. Anywhere. Social media is where you can go ahead and search for us. Um, at Confused Breakfast on our social media. Guys, leave us a review, too, while you're listening to the show. We love reading them. That's one of my Hell highlights yeah. of my day. Leave us a review. Uh, also, ConfusedBreakfast.com is an awesome place to visit right now because you can even watch us, listen to us, and see our ratings. By golly, G, you can also go to that same goddamn website <laughs> <laughs> and see some of our merch. You want some shirts? Uh, Zeb, say, Zeb site. <laughs> Zeb, Zeb site. Go to that website, get some merch, get some uh, shirts from us. We got some uh, uh, Humanized Lagoons, our logo. You can get Prior and Sons. Uh, you can get some AJ stuff. Um, <laughs> damn dang it. You can get some damn dang it stuff. Coffee mugs uh, and uh, hats and, uh, and everything. This show is produced by the LAS Media Group here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information on them and all the fun stuff they do for us, go to lasmediagroup.com. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. I love you. Don't forget to tip your bellhops. (laughs) It's Monday. sure is. Was there a Xenomorph bellhop for Ripley and Nuke, too? the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.